0: hi and welcome back to dating funnies how is everyone how was thanksgiving did you have the typical family arguments and fights did the family come up to you and ask you why you're still single why are you getting a divorce you know the same old family crap that everyone seems to to fall into every year for me it's easy all my family's moved away so i don't have to deal with those questions anymore but uh, as promised been trying to connect with jim here who lives in sweden so i appreciate jim being a listener all the way in sweden and he wanted to be a guest and i thought it'd be great to have him on to chat about some of his dating experiences halfway around the world and see what if any uh, similarities we all have with regards to trying to date now again i am in my 60s doing this podcast our guest is much younger than that. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Jim. Jim, thanks for coming on the Dating Funnies podcast. Tell us a little bit about you, your age, what you do for a living. It's like, yeah, uh,
1: thank you. You bet. Uh, I'm Jim. I uh, live in Sweden. I'm a 37 years old, and uh, I've been single more or less since uh, 2019. So
0: when, that, when, when you say I, since I've 2000, been dating, so Jim, so since I've been 2019. Been 19 were you married before or were you in a relationship
1: uh, in a longer
0: relationship so, uh, do you getting
1: have, married in sweden isn't that usual like i think it is in uh, the u.s
0: so so people in sweden typically don't get married they they just kind of cohabitate with a partner is that what happens over in sweden
1: yeah i think a lot of us get married but not as many or as quickly as the uh, it seems that uh, the american people does
0: okay so you were born and raised in sweden
1: yeah okay and
0: you've listened to the podcast uh for for a while there what resonates with you with some of the stories on on the podcast have you run into similar situations with regards to dating apps or ghosting or you know what are some of the what are some of the things that you know, you've been single now since 2019, which a lot of us are because of the pandemic, kind of shut down yeah. dating for like two plus years. So you you dated someone for a long time. So what are the challenges that you're faced with being a 37 year old single man in Sweden?
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, it was right before the pandemic broke out. I started living alone and yeah it was hard meeting people and uh, 2020 was uh, a very tough year in uh, most other ways as well so yeah couldn't really meet people then uh, but yeah started writing to people but never really went out on dates with them and yeah now they now
0: when you say you're writing to them you're emailing them you're texting them and you found them on dating websites uh, Anybody, yeah exactly never anywhere?
1: yeah uh, so like tinder and stuff and yeah just trying to get to know people getting to try to get them on a date but uh, yeah during the pandemic the, uh, pandemic it wasn't very easy so yeah it's kind of it felt like more people ghosted each other this time uh, during this time, uh, than uh, yeah, before and uh, now it's, it seems to been letting up a little bit. I guess uh,
0: now my inter- uh, my my perception of Europe is, Europe is Europe is more free and open with regards to dating, uh, sexual interaction with the, with uh, people versus the U.S. tends to be a little bit more on the conservative side. People are more cautious here. Would that be a true assumption from my point of view, or or is Sweden very similar to U.S. dating in that regard? It sounds like you got Tinder, you probably got Bumble, you probably got all the other dating sites, Hinge, blah blah blah, all those, but it it sounds to me, what you're running into that people, the behavior is still the same. They ghost you, they don't get back to you, no one's interested in meeting, is that correct?
1: Yeah, it's it's more like uh, I think the Maybe a little more in the south of Europe, uh, like in Italy and Greece and Spain maybe. They are a little more uh, outgoing when it comes to dating and the sexual behavior maybe and stuff like that. But people in Sweden are very like respective of other spaces and yeah, it's not that... It's like when we meet someone in the streets. It's like, oh, better not say hello to uh, to them or anything because we want to respect their space and their like uh, environment. So it, I think we are more like, uh, uh, yeah, we tend to not be that uh, very much speaking to other people in that regard as just opening up and stuff like that we have a hard time to connect with people i guess
0: yeah i think most people are just i saw a video the other day where a man was uh, walking down the street and he'd just go up to people randomly say give me a hug and they'd all look at him like he was crazy and walk away (laughs) and i think that society as a whole we're skeptical of strangers walking up to us we're afraid to go up i mean it used to be back before your day but certainly in my day when i was growing up the uh, you, if you're interested in somebody you would buy them a drink at a bar you go up and say hi to them or you know you'd interact with them if you went to church or you want to talk to them at the park but these days people either got their faces stuck in their phone devices or they got pods in their ears and they're they they do not want anybody to approach them at all so it sounds like it's very yeah. really similar where you're at to here so where. Where would one go in Sweden to if you really want to meet someone? Are you still got the same limitations we do in terms of going to? Uh, I mean, social gatherings or social events to where you can meet people, but
1: but they still don't want to talk
0: to you in those environments.
1: Uh like the only place where you really can interact in that way, I think you're trying to go to, are like going out at a party or the bar or something in Sweden. I think. Going to a bar is like it's only for the weekends or. Okay. Yeah, so just going up to someone and like, oh, I think you're kind of cute, and would you like to take coffee or something? That's nothing. That's really going to happen at all in Sweden. Uh, I'm (laughs) when I try to like say hello to someone, they look more to me like, oh, is he talking to me or what? he must be a strange dude or something like that they look at you as a really strange person just for saying hello
0: i get that one of my my favorite things to do when i'm out in public is i'll say things to people i'll say hello or i'll open up the door for them when i'm at the mall and the people give me the weirdest looks like i'm up to no good and I remember one time I was at a grocery store here several years ago and I thought well I'll pay it forward you know so some older lady was in front of me it looked like she was in her 80s, 90s and offered to buy her groceries for and there, and, and was, the clerk is like what's going on here I said well I'm just trying to pay it forward pay for her groceries why are you doing that and then a little lady I don't need your help blah 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 I thought, oh my gosh next thing you know the manager's over there wanting to know what am I up to <laughs> look yeah. I'm not doing this again this is just crazy but I think that's how it is with regards to uh it sounds like it's your situation where you're at sweden is very similar to here now it might be different in different parts of the u.s but where i sit in seattle what i get a chuckle out of is everybody says that we're you know not everybody a good portion of the population are very left-leaning liberals and that's okay there's nothing wrong with being a, a, a liberal but the definition of liberal means that you should be open to to conversations with other people and be receptive of other people and yet what they are is, and we're all guilty of it we all kind of pull back and hide in our own little cave afraid to let anybody in not even to say hello or to say hello back or to say good morning because we get rejected and so after a while for me i stopped talking to people and i like talking to people you know so yeah uh, so it sounds to me like you guys got a similar situation there in sweden you know, at least where you where you live now where you live is it a big town or is it a small suburb uh
1: it's like uh, kind of small uh, city where i live it's like yeah, twenty thousand people or something so where,
0: where's the bit nearest, to how far away is the biggest city that you can go to?
1: Yeah, it's like, I think it's like uh, 60 kilometers away, and it's shopping uh, and it's uh, like three times as big as the city I'm in, so it's not very big at all.
0: Uh, but 60 kilometers is about, what, 70 miles, so it's an hour and a half away?
1: It's like 45 minutes an hour away. Uh, it's the uh, highway goes all the way. So,
0: well, with a small town of twenty thousand people, I mean everybody's going to kind of know everybody in that town. If that's a small uh, town,
1: almost, almost. <laughs> but but I'm not from uh, the city I live in, so I don't know very many people here. So
0: what kind of work do I'm you even,
1: do? So I'm uh, I make uh, fuse boxes or so like yeah. Uh, i don't think i really know the words for it but yeah electric components okay so you're kind Uh,
0: of electrical engineer so you don't have
1: people that you can interact with no it's not very many girls at uh, my uh, work Uh, it's mostly guys and the ones the women who are working at my uh, workplace uh, the most of them already has uh, a partner or uh, are older than me and yeah
0: well hey, there's nothing wrong with older women is there
1: no <laughs> <laughs> uh, i actually the, the one i uh, dated more seriously in the past month she was actually 10 years older than me okay and uh, but the uh, the one I went out with uh, last, uh, she was tw- uh, ten years uh, younger than me. So between them, it was like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: Well, I've dated younger. I've dated older. Uh, so what do, what, do you, what do you what do you what do you from your experience thus far? What do you think is going to be a good avenue for you to pursue to try to be in front of potential people to date? I mean, you're finding no success on the on the apps and rightfully so, people you know, I get a chuckle, women tell me all the time, Well I read the profile. And I'm like, No you don't, you're a liar. You're just like us. You look at the picture and you decide if they're cute or not. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. We do it as men. Women do it too. And I and I used to chuckle at people and say, Well you, know, you go up and ask a woman to dance, she sits there and looks at you and decides right then and there whether you're the one or not. Whether she And all this is just a dance. I'm just trying to ask you to dance. I'm not ask you to have sex with me. I'm not asking you to get married. I just, do you want to dance? And they look you yeah. over and say yes or no,
1: right? It's like people expect, or they kind of, oh, if he uh, asks me, asked me this, uh, he must be after something more. Or just... Not just for the like. I want to get to know someone new, or just because. We're, yeah. we're using he, that, he must be after something else, right?
0: And they don't understand that we're using that as a, as an easy icebreaker to yeah. at least start a conversation. Right? Hey, would you like to dance? And it's a conversation, and I get there's all kinds of situations that people run into that are not bad, good and they're not healthy, but to put everybody in that frame that that's a bad person just because he asked you to dance, kind of almost reminds me of how it was for you in high school, but most high schools, you got the girls uh, on the one side of the room, the guys on the other side of the room, they're all scared to death to go over and ask each other to dance. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So everybody goes home alone. So, so what do you think is going to work best in Sweden? In your, in your neck of the woods, what, I mean, you're going to have to go out of the area, obviously, because uh, you've you got too small of an audience. I mean, how far would you go if you met somebody online, you had some uh, good communication, how far would you go? Would you drive uh, an hour, two hours to go meet somebody?
1: Yeah, actually, if I. Got to know someone and I really felt that that person was really special. I think me personally personally, will go very far away to... Uh meet up with that person but yeah to find that person that would think that he's fine just fine with actually going this far just to meet me uh, that's the biggest problem I think because I don't really have a problem with going to the south of Sweden like three hours away uh, or to the capital, uh, Stockholm. That's four hours away. Uh, as long as I think the person is really special, or I think she could be someone special in my life, then I wouldn't be. Yeah, I they, would be happy to do that trip. But it's
0: hard and to do it, that because you get you know you're just going back and forth on texts or emails. At some point, you want to at least get have a FaceTime chat with them to know that they're real, right? Yeah. You gotta you gotta overcome those barriers and find out if the if what they've been telling you is true or not. There's so many of those hurdles. So for me, you know, I'm near big cities. I, I just soon email or text them in two or three times, and then I want to go meet them and see if there's a connection. What I keep running into is well, I, I and I admire you willing to travel if you think there's a connection. My biggest fear is people want me to fly to California down to Arizona, which is south of me by good two three hours of fly time to meet someone for the first time only to have them tell me oh yeah i just don't see the chemistry if they've flown all that way to meet them is like well that I you know i don't want to waste my time doing that because i get that all the Uh-oh. time because people we all have a preconceived notion of what we think that person's supposed to look like and then when they don't then we immediately Women, typically in my experience as a man, is they tend, they tend to shut me down pretty quickly within the first ten, fifteen seconds of meeting me, without even really having a conversation. So it's been interesting on this, of uh, this over here where I live.
1: I think it's very important to like at least get to talk with the person on the phone or like uh, FaceTime or whatever, just to get to know a little bit more about the facial expressions and how they talk to people and are the conversations like flowing and stuff like that. Because if you don't have that first connection, just talking to the person, then, yeah, it's not going to work when you're finally there anyway.
0: Exactly. And it is, you know, 95% of all communication is nonverbal. It's how they roll their eyes or smile or smirk and, and, you know, Do you like their voice? Do they like your voice? It is a process. I think it's more complicated today than ever before. And part of it is probably because of our age, because when you're 19, 20 years old, you don't think of all this stuff. You just go, oh, you like them, they're cute, you have fun with them, you run with it. But nowadays, you can like them, they can be cute, you can have fun with them, and that still doesn't seem to be enough. And so what you're telling me... And my listeners is it's pretty much the same where you're at too. It's it, it still meets that same threshold of challenges both for men and women, right? Yeah, yeah. So what do you, so what are you gonna do going forward into the new year to change your outcome? Because it sounds to me like you're you're looking for a relationship. You, and I think we all are. We all want to be connected to someone somehow. How do we overcome this? So what do you, what are the best dating platforms or dating? game plans there in your area that work for other people that could work for you
1: i don't know uh, really what's the best ones i think tinder is the one that most people are on so it's easier to meet people there but the yeah it's more like I don't know how many serious people are really on it, so have you tried good Bub-
0: ones are a good one. Have you tried Bubble and or Hinge?
1: I, think, I don't really think that they are very big in uh, Sweden, actually, but we have like Badoo, and like I said, good ones, Happy Pancake, and you've been talking about Talkify I tried to find if we had it, uh, uh, but I can't really find, at least not to the iPhone. I don't know if it's just an Android uh, app or... No, it's it's not an app.
0: app. You actually have to go to their website, and you fill out a questionnaire, and you... Set up a profile, but there's no app for it because you never get to meet the person until the day of. And yeah, a counselor okay. actually tries to set you up. But there, I would I would look into that because you probably get a membership there as a man. They're always looking for men because there's very few men on the site. That would be I would look into it. They don't charge me anything for the platform for me to be on there, and I would think that that wow. would be the same for you. Whereas most people? I mean, they they approached me about a VIP membership. They want like forty thousand dollars. And I'm like, why would I spend $40,000 on the dates I've been set up with you guys so far that materialized to nothing? So what I why would I pay all this money and have the same result? I'm not going to do that. But I think it's no. something you should look at. And you might want to look into Hedge and Bumble. I, I I just talked about a listener that's in Massachusetts out by New York. And she, am uh, about ready to give up. Like I'm about ready to give up. And she met some guy on Bumble, and, yeah. and so I don't know. To, to me, I am on several of those different apps. People, why are you on them? I said, Well, sadly, it's a numbers game. I don't know who I'm gonna be in front of or who's gonna be there looking for me. Maybe we match. Maybe we don't. But you know, if they if they initiate the conversation, you would hope. I'm bumble that they would uh, email you back. But then, but then again, I've met a few people there and uh, they initiate the conversation, then they disappear. And I'm just not going to hang around. I, neither should you. It's, if people don't want to communicate with you, why stay mad? People make time for what's important to them. And if they're on those sites, I would hope that they would be looking and be more intentional, not tender, but more intentional what they're looking for. Although, tender, they're very intentional. Most of them are just yeah, looking some for, of them. yeah they're looking for <laughs> hookups exactly, but they're intentional what they're looking for and they're right up front about it. So good for them. At least they're they're stating their case. So yeah, well,
1: uh, I suggestion.
0: the, I, yeah, I the biggest suggest problem
1: you, with uh, Tinder is probably the ones that doesn't write anything on their profiles or anything to go on at all. So yeah, yeah, just you, swipe you, left anyway.
0: Yeah, you swipe left on because, those people.
1: Yeah, because. It's like uh, there's a Swedish uh, like uh, dating uh, coach that has an, uh, her own uh, podcast. And she said uh, uh, her favorite quote is, to find your soulmate, first you have to find your soul. Yeah. And uh, many of the people that are on Tinder doesn't know what the F they are looking for anyway
0: right they don't nobody does that because they
1: don't they don't know who they are themselves
0: well the problem is that people bounce from one relationship to the next without taking the time to learn who they are and find out what their core is so it's a problem on all of them so
1: well let's do this Uh, i I actually had a girl who i got matched with on uh, tinder a couple of days ago uh, or two weeks ago on her profile it said I don't really know or understand why I'm single. Ask me out and explain to me why. And then when we uh, got matched, I like, when do you want to go on a date? I don't think, uh, I I don't want to wait too long because I don't want anyone else to figure out why you shouldn't be single anymore. (laughs) Uh, So she said smooth and we, And she asked me uh, what uh, would we do on a first date and stuff like that. And she, after that, she she hasn't really, like, uh, yeah, she more or less uh, ghosted me. So yesterday I I wrote back again and said, I think I know, I don't, I don't think I would uh, have to go on a date with you because I already know what uh, your problem is, is you ghosting people
0: thank you good for you i like it (laughs) exactly well there's her problem see so she's doing that well let's do this jim my recording time is kind of ending up here on the zoom why don't you try some uh, different apps and stuff and why don't we circle back like in the spring i'll reach out to you and let's see how you're doing We'll see how i'm doing i'd love to have you back on as a guest and talk about what's transpired between now and then and but i love your response on the uh, on the Tinder, hey, yeah, let's go on a date. Let's hurry up and do it and, uh, uh, before someone else recognizes why you're still single. But then the follow-up was perfect. It was like, you know, why play the game? You know, Because I've talked about it in my podcast several times. If we will listen, not that we have to be on guard, but people will reveal themselves all the time. The problem is yeah. we don't want to pay attention to it because we want to find somebody. But when, like, I got this one gal I've been trying to see on and off lately, but her same pattern keeps surfacing up to the, to the, to the top, and it's a pattern I've gotten to know about over the last couple of years. It's like Ray, really, why do you want to lower your standards to be treated like that? She always apologizes. Oh, I can never do anything right by you. Well, be considerate. Put in the same type of energy and effort that I have been. If you don't, then that's fine. We don't have to do this. But no. they don't. When they circle back. On you because of their behavior, we have we should pay attention to that. See, you know, if you start dating six months from now, it's going to be worse, right? You ask them to text you yeah. back or think they they're going to call you what? Oh, you're just too controlling. I'm asking for you to be considerate, as you want me to be. So yeah, I hear you, but I love the response on that. Maybe that's something the listeners should, you know, play the game for a little bit. But you know, it's time to call people out to a certain degree. Why? Why waste time, energy, and effort on people that's a dead end deal? If like that one guy I like, talked about on Bumble last week. You know, she like waited a week and a half to respond. What time? What three weeks? I finally just unmatched her. I we were communicate with her. I'm done. I, I, I'm not gonna. i not sitting on the sidelines hoping and praying that she's gonna show up. Yeah, you know we don't want to reduce our value, right? No. Yeah, exactly. So good for you. All right, Walmart, well, I let you go. I appreciate you being on here. Great to chat with you. And like I said, I'll circle back with you. Since let's, let's uh, November going to December, I'll reach back out to you like in February, March, and we'll get you back on here and we'll chat. And you can tell us about some of your dating stories or non dating stories and see how that goes. Does that sound good to you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. It would be fun. Perfect. And I hope uh, you're getting better, feeling better now that you've had a little down on your health
0: yeah i appreciate that i was really uh people have always told me oh you live to be a hundred. you live to be a hundred." but it's interesting as you get older i'm in my 60s things happen and yeah uh, you, you, things you don't think will happen they just happen so yeah i'm uh i, I, I think i'm 90 percent there so it'll be interesting to see where it takes me going forward but i gotta really be cautious about my dietary situations uh because i don't want to be in this conundrum for the next twenty years. This is not how I want to go through this, and that's one no. of the things I always tell people. We don't know what it's going to look like when we turn eighty years old. So, what the hell? You know, you're thirty-seven. I, you know, I'm sixty-eight. I mean, twelve years from now, what is it going to look like? Yeah, <laughs> I hate to even think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let me sign out now, and then we'll let you go. So, thanks again, Jim. I appreciate being on the podcast. For all my other listeners out there if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or you'd like to send me an email tell me about what some of the great dates you've been on or some of the terrible dates you've been on or if you met somebody new love to hear about it you can email me at dating at d-a-t-i-n-g-f-u-n-n-i-e-s at gmail.com happy holidays and look forward to hearing from you thanks again